0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Real Joey Boats Podcast. I'm here to tell you the stories of my struggles, my victories, my losses, and how I overcame insurmountable odds so I could survive the fights of my life. Alright, like I said, welcome back. How are you folks doing today? It is uh, kind of warm and windy today. 55 and windy outside. It's going to rain soon, I think. Uh, But here coming for Christmas, I think we're going to have some snow So I don't have the fireplace lit today. Sorry to tell you guys. Uh, But there is other activities going on in my house, but I digress. Like I said before, welcome back to the Real Joey Boots Podcast. This is episode 14, Fit, Form, and Function. So those that were in the military or engineering or... Like you know that field, or I, maybe even IT, we're kind of familiar with that term, right? Or triple F, or F three, uh, whatever you want to call it. I know definitely in the military, fit, form, and function. Uh, in Team Rubicon, it's in, in logistics. It said to me a lot, fit, form, and function, uh, by my my mentor Nick Moeller. It was always said to me, and actually, I used the term fit, form, and function on Saturday. So, and I will explain that in one of the examples of, of what it is, why I went one, of what that means. So, uh, why did I go with fit, form, and function? Because it kind of popped into my head. I go with what pops into my head, and I think about it for a couple days, and I think, hey, that's a good subject to talk about, so let's write stuff down, and let's record. And let's get it out to the masses. So, fit, form, and function. Let's start with the definitions. The definition of fit. It refers to the ability of a part or a feature to uh, connect or to make with or to join with another feature or part within an assembly. The fit allows the part to meet the required assembly and tolerances to be useful. Hmm, Think about that. To be useful. So what does that, you know, what fit do you serve? Or what fit did you serve? So what fit did you serve in the military? Were you infantry? Were you a bosun's mate? Were you a gunner's mate? Uh, were you air cav? Were you armored cav? Were you MEU? Were you uh, force recon? Something? Were you Coast Guard? Were you tac? Were you a taclet guy? What? What were you? Okay. What was your fit? What was your form? But let's start with the fit. Okay. You know uh, what. What fit did you serve, like I said? But finding the right fit, you say you're out in the civilian world now, you don't have that fit anymore, do you? So how do you find your fit? How do you find the right fit that is important to thriving in today's world? My fit would be something totally unique, uh, something totally different from yours. Yours might be finding a job as in like a maintenance guy at a facility where you're excellent at it. That's your fit. That's not my fit. Thought that my fit was uh, working on coal barges and being a deckhand and slinging rigging every day and making lots of money and being strong and well, being strong, but not working on boats anymore. I'll do that. I can't do that. My fit was something different. My fit is service, service towards others. That's where I fit in. I think, um, and it's important. You can. Yeah. It's important, even, even being a misfit such as myself, where I really don't fit into many places, it's important to have that. It's important to have your unique, what makes you you, so like a trade, or something that you're known for, or, you know, whether, <clears throat> whether you're a good podcaster, or something, or a broadcaster, or whatever, or a gamer. Just kind of have that fit. Something that makes you useful. There's a lot of stuff out there that makes us useful, but, you know, a lot of it, like myself, is useless facts. Like, I'm the jack of all trades, master of none, but it's still a fit, right? Jack of all trades, it's still a fit. It still makes you useful. You can still help out, right? I do that all the time. So, now I got that covered. Excuse me. I got a little frog in my throat today. You know, the examples of of what I, you know, some, some examples of a fit are... Say, let's let's, uh, let's go with military. When I was in the military, um, I didn't really, I couldn't find my fit. It was a little hard to find my fit, uh, but I found it. I found it in the fleet. I found it in deck department. Uh, for you, those who are in the Navy or in the Coast Guard or even merchant marines know what I mean by, say, deck department. Uh, those you who are familiar with, you know, I was a bosun's mate, uh, and that was my fit. I loved it, and, you know, I'm glad that I made that choice. You know, the cool thing is I, I thought about the other day is uh, I I worked really hard and I went above and beyond and I thought that's always a good fit for me. Like I didn't do it because the accolades are, you know, the praise from the EXO or anything like that. No, man. I just worked hard because I wanted to work hard. That was that was how I felt useful. Really, I once you know, I got I got selected for buds. So all that hard work paid off, right? and had a seal told me, told me that I'd make a good seal. So there's that. I thought of that the other day. I know that's really not, that's kind of off topic, but I thought of that the other day and I wanted to get that out of there. Uh, so form. All right, let's go to fit. I'm losing it here. Fit and form. Boy, I can't even read my own writing today, guys. I'm all over the place. So the definition form. Form refers to such characteristics as external dimensions, weight, size, and visual appearance of a part or part of a part of an assembly this is the element of fit form and function that is most affected by the engineers or the manufacturers aesthetic choices so the meaning of this is kind of like you can make it look good and uniform do that by just throwing it together and you know making it look like you half-assed it or you especially like your work you do work for somebody you go out there and half-ass it it's not really going to be that good, is it? It's not going to be that well accepted, is it? You know, they're not going to ask for your help again if you just half-ass it. But if you go out there and you make it look good, at the same time of doing it complete to 100%, they're going to ask you to do it again. While your hard work, you know, don't half-ass it. Do it. You know, your form is going to be the face of your work and how people remember you. So say you're looking to start a small business here. And you know, I know a bunch of friends that own small business, and, and my my buddy Chris, uh that that um he's partnering with the gym uh with with Jen, right. He he doesn't half-ass anything. His form, the way they do things, he doesn't half-ass. He puts 110% into every each and every client that he has. Uh, you know, and that's a specific thing to help that business run, to help real human performance run. Uh two To have people keep asking for my help, such as in Team Rubicon or in Toolbank, I have to make sure that when I go and do work, that it's not half-assed, that it looks good, that it is above and beyond. So they do ask for my help again. So they ask for that leadership experience again. I want to have good form. Okay? And you, too, should have good form. And then function. Function. It's definitely one of the biggest things. The definition of function, a criterion... That is met when the part performs as it's stated. It purposes effectively and re- reliably, for example, in electronics, uh, a product functions can be based on the solid state components that if used or poorly placed, the components can even lead to failure or will lead to failure. The examples of that is basically kind of like I said with form. If you half-ass something or just, you know, go through the certain motions, your task will fail. You will fail. And kind of having that discussion with a family member already, look, if you're going to half-ass things, you're going to fail. You're going to go through failure and it's going to be harder for you. And you're going to have to go back to square one and do that work. So and instead of doing that, just put everything into where it's supposed to be do the work how it's supposed to be done. Most of the work that is given to us, most of the tasks that is given to us is pretty easy. We got cut and clear instructions and we can follow those to a T. Sometimes you have to think independently and you have to problem solve. Figuring it out. If you don't figure it out, what's the the fun in that if you just follow directions to a T? The fun is figuring it out, right? I like that. So to have good function is definitely going to make it work. And... My one, another good example of that is on Saturday uh, at the toy drive, which I I will mention later at the end of the podcast to how well we did. I was setting up the, the car lane where I wanted people to drive in because we had to do a drive in. We couldn't go inside a building because of this COVID. Uh, So I had 60 road cones that I set up in each parking spot at the edge of the parking spot. So cars couldn't pull into a parking spot and like, take a look at whatever their kids got, whatever toys they got. So another car would come behind me and all of a sudden that car would cut out and they would hit that car or cause a backup or some type of problem. So there was functionality to the, to the way I set it up. Say, I'm going to use the word FOB. Uh, the word FOB means forward operating base or whatever you want to call it, but a FOB. So the way I set up the FOB, it had a fit. Everything had a fit. Okay, that the traffic cones to where the truck was that had all the toys in it, to where the check-in tent was, to where the exit was. Everything had a form. It wanted, it needed to look good. I didn't want people to drive up and say, "This thing looks like a joke. I'm not coming back here next year." Uh, so it had that form. It looked good. It looked uniform. It looked like it would operate smoothly if push came, even if push came to sub Shove. Sure. And that function, everything had a function to it. Even the every single row cone, uh, the 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 reflective vest that I gave to everybody, and uh, the radios that I gave to everybody, every, everything had a function. Uh, to to even every volunteer had a certain function that they needed to do, and they did it to 110%. So everything worked out well. That's a good example. That's where you want that functionality so things don't fail. If I had one or two volunteers that didn't function properly, or if my cones didn't work, or whatever, or if the truck wasn't work, then I would have to adjust fire, go to failure, and start from square one. And I didn't have to do that, thankfully. Uh, But there are times and situations where I had to either adjust fire, or go back to square one, or even experience that failure just because whatever functionality wasn't working. So uh by doing it total and correct, you don't have to and read, you don't have to go back square one, you don't have to redo. Sometimes you will, even if you do it correct, it may not be the correct way for that. It may in your mind be correct, but it may not be the correct way that it needs to be done, and you just need to adjust fire. Sometimes it's like, you know, uh, trial and error sort of thing. So fit form and function it's not always going to go right the first time it's you just it's it's like a puzzle <laughs> it's like a puzzle and you just have to put that puzzle together and sometimes it just takes a little bit of time fit form and function is actually used in a whole lot of things all right so why not use it in your own life why not help yourself why not help yourself to find where you belong and how you can fit in right that when you find a good fit how can you function how how can functionality help the easiest way to start all this is being a good fit towards yourself and what do i mean by that so being a good fit towards yourself means being accountable all right it means being accountable to yourself not accountable towards other people just yet to be accountable towards other people you have to be accountable to yourself you basically have to rely on yourself stop get that stop being lazy uh stop making excuses to why you're not doing things. Stop just lying to yourself. Tell yourself the truth. Things suck sometimes and you just have to you just you just have to own it. I mean you screw up, you own up, right? So like I said, start with yourself, be accountable to yourself, take responsibility for your actions, stop blaming other people for your actions. Uh, One of the first things I learned in alcohol counseling at the VA was stop blaming your drinking on other people. Your drinking is your own fault. You made that choice. No matter if you started to drink because you went through a horrible breakup or uh, somebody in your family passed away or you went through this horrible termination from a job. So you decided to turn to a bottle to drown your sorrows. Well, you made that choice. I'm going to go drink because, well, that's what we do here in a society when we have a bad day. We drink alcohol, don't we? Right? Drink some alcohol. So you made that choice to drink. You just, you don't, it, it's the same thing as if, hey, I'm going to eat dinner. I'm going to have a beer with dinner tonight. You made that choice to have a beer with your dinner. You made that choice to drink. And no, that is not different at all. It's this, You made your choice. Okay? Take responsibility to the fact that you are the one the made a choice started drinking now you're in that addiction level and but the root and the bottom of the cause instead of just putting a band-aid on it and you know saying well if this didn't happen I wouldn't drink no no if if that it was going to happen regardless and your drinking is your choice you're going to made the choice to do it or not to do it now this is not an example this is not a preach thing this is an example thing okay and it's one of the best ones that I could think of at the present moment. So you, your are drinking is your responsibility and it it's not somebody else's fault. And it it's not because, well, you uh, lost a job or you're, you're having some rough family times, you're having tough financial times. Hey, if you're having tough financial times, why are you even drinking? Because that dude, beer, liquor, that all costs a ton of money. That's like smoking. Yes, okay, smoking. You're addicted to smoking, right? But you made that constant choice at some point in your life to start it. Or like drugs, or like any of the addictions, you have made that constant choice to start it. So that's the root problem. So at first, take responsibility from that and go from there. Take responsibility for your own actions. Like I said before, you screw up, you own up. So start with yourself. Once you got that down, you can find a good fit, be it a job or an organization where you volunteer like I do. Now, for form, whatever you do or whatever you say, make it look good. Even be true to others. Be true to yourself. Be true to others. That's part of that form. That's part of that form to yourself is being true to yourself All right, before being true to others and being honest with yourself and saying, hey... I'm the one who got myself in the situation. I'm the only one that can get myself out. Now, there are things to help you, but you still have to be able to help yourself. Okay? But if you do that, you help yourself, you got you to gotta do it. You got to make it look good. You got to put it at 100% or else it's not going to work. Okay? It's going to take 100% effort to get out of that hole you dug yourself into. That, that, that's a good example there. <sighs> so, you know, if they don't, and if they work, then that's just fine. Sometimes you got to just fire because sometimes there are situations where you're like, hey, it, it works, but it doesn't look that good. I've been in those situations where it's like, hey, I've definitely put a temporary band-aid on there. Uh, it doesn't really look good. It works for this for right now, uh, but I'm going to have to go back and fix it. Uh, but that gives me a little extra time to formulate a plan to fully make it look better and make sure it is at one hundred percent of optimization. You know, so function, function. Uh, your words, your words followed up followed up by good solid work. Okay, good solid action. Stop doing so much talking, and show them what you can do, and do it well. You know, some people just hey, I can do this. I know how to do this, and how to do this. And once they get down to it, and once somebody says all right, here it is. You get to that point, and they're uh, you know they. Their actions don't follow up their words. Now, I've definitely been there. I know I have talked myself into some situations where I'm like, shit, how am I going to work myself out of the situation? Because now I'm, I've i talked myself here, and uh, i got to get myself out of the situation somehow. Now, nothing bad, nothing illegal, nothing nothing like that. I've, if you guys are thinking that, I'm, I'm talking about certain situations where like, all right, I've... Uh, <laughs> Say say like a fight, say when you're younger you start talking about a big game to this guy and now you now you you know, get to him and then find out, wow, this kinda of guy knows what he's doing, he can hold his own. Oh I gotta get myself out of the situation. You ain't gonna talk yourself out of it because that time has passed. That guy doesn't wanna talk. He wants to throw fisticuffs, he wants a way out of that situation too. So you better be willing to put up. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk up a game, you better be willing to back it up. So you better be able to function well. If you if you say you can go fix somebody's brakes, you better be able to do it, and you better be able to do it well. Do it with good reason. No matter what that reason is, whether it's because you just want to have good functionality, do a good job, you do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what else we got here. What else did I miss? I don't think I really missed anything. Uh, I talked about the toy drive, in the parking lot, and the examples. Yeah, it's another short one this week, guys. I'm on a on a list of short ones. We got 20, 20 minutes, I think, last week, and we're shooting that towards this week. Oh, well, you know, sometimes, heck, you just got to have short. All right, like I said I before, I wanted to talk about the Toy Drive this weekend, the Holiday Toy Drive uh, Project Little Heroes that I talked about before in the last couple episodes uh, that we put the link up on my Facebook page. Um, it was last Saturday uh, and it went off without a hitch. I, God, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it was like 633 boxes total. Uh, the the military veteran community impact was in the like 400s, and uh, apparently in the community we were in, word got out that we were there, and of course the community never knows exactly what it is, or if they do, they don't go back and tell their friends what it is. The community members just come in, and they also get... Toys and we don't say no to them. So, especially now when things are hard, people are struggling. We 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 were glad to help. Um, the monetary impact is probably around eleven grand. Uh, that that's just saying what toys were donated, like the costs and uh, saving uh, costs with personal vehicles because we used a box truck from the Cincinnati Tool Bank tools as well. So we definitely saved a ton of money. You know, we saved a ton of money for our volunteers, for myself, and you know, organizations involved as well. But it was really awesome. Went really good. It was a little cold. Took a while for the most. It took a, it took a while for all the volunteers. There was ten of us. It took a while for for all of us to warm up. That's for sure. If it had to be outside again next year, I don't care. I still had um. I still had a ball. I loved it. Uh, hopefully it doesn't have to be outside next year. Hopefully it can be uh, like shop events where the kids can just pick what they want off a table and it's not prepackaged because, man, that was a lot of work. Uh, I think it took us three Saturdays to get oh, over like 600-something boxes of toys packed. Uh, but it was awesome. I loved it. And, you know, I can't wait for next year. Uh, I also can't wait for the school supply drive that we do. That is huge. That is... Also, I think that's, I like that better than the Holiday Toy Drive, but that's just me. I love the Holiday Toy Drive, but uh, school's important, and some of these kids, some of their parents don't have the money to get them school supplies, uh, so they're all able to get it from uh, Dollar Tree when they donate their stuff, and whoever else donates, they're all able to get it through through Project Little Heroes, and it's an awesome, awesome time. All right, folks. That's all I got for you today. Thank you for joining in. All right. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Real Jerry Boats Podcast and listening to my stories and my struggles, my victories, my losses, and how I overcame insurmountable odds so I could survive the fights of my life. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week, and I look forward to speaking with y'all again next week. Peace out.